Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Brabeck. And join us as we delve deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit MTV's super fake reality show, The Hills. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 12, I Want You to Be With Me. Yeah. Sorta. Whatever. <laughs> All right, recap. Or, no, 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 sorry, house cleaning. House cleaning, and we, it's only been a week since we recorded, so we don't have too much house cleaning. Um, as far as Twitter goes, um, Heather, um, Heather Johnson, Glenn Cookie. Super um, fan. Super fan, and super friend of the podcast, who I am officially declaring um, our official boots on the ground reporter yes. of the Frankly Mary podcast because um, she did some behind the scenes stuff that I can't talk about for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So thank you, Heather. Um, sent us the most disgusting picture of Heidi's sonogram. Did you see it? No. Oh, here you go. <gasps> yeah, I know. I retweeted, like, that's a bit much, Heidi. Ooh. <laughs> like, wow. I would have made that black and white. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a bit much. Um, it's, I threw up a little bit when I saw it. Yeah. Um, and then um, Lee, our Australian fan, said, so funny hearing you guys discover Napoleon Paradis. He's a household that. name here <laughs> in Australia. Um, before we got Sephora here, which embarrassingly was, was like two years ago, you either went to Mac or Napoleon. That's amazing. Um, and his daughter, Liana, now has her own line called Total Bay. Oh, God. So thank you, Lee, for the um, across <laughs> Boots on the ground. Update. I know. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but that's all I have because it's only been a week. So that's all my... And Twitter. we should mention that we have dear friend in real life and friend of the pod in-house today. So you might hear a bit of a peanut gallery, but Aaron Gray is in the house. So Hi. We- <laughs> there you go. Uh, so house cleaning. I did go back and look up some things that we promised we would look up last week. Okay. So Frankie Delgado has been quite an entrepreneur since a, from a young age. Really? Frankie was born in Tijuana Mm -hmm. and crossed the border every single day to go to high school in San Diego. How did he legally do that? We know, we know someone from college who did that too. Where do you go to high school? I don't know. In San Diego somewhere. So then he got into party planning when he was a student at University of California, San Diego. So he started planning bus trips that brought college students to Rosarita, Mexico. And that's how he made all this like cash is so he would like put together and like gather all these documents for college student, plan a trip for like a day or two, bring them over the border. Apparently his parents helped them and he started making all this bank when he was like 18, 19 from leading these like college trips Okay, for the who's who of UCSD. <laughs> so I found this interview with Frankie where he explains all of this and his current involvement in club promotion. It's quite interesting. And it's on askmen.com, which made me vomit. However, it's very interesting and I will share it on Twitter. He is actually quite a who's who of club promotion still. Oh, really? Yes. So he talks, they, it's a really in-depth interview about what he does to make a club popular and why people bring him in and his company to do things. He's been doing this a long time. So he knew Brent Bolthouse and he was, Frankie was the guy. Oh, interesting. So like when they say we all go to S-Bar on Thursdays or whatever, Goa, sorry, that's a Frankie thing. 
Like in the interview, he says something about how, you know, someone told me they want to make Sapphire happen on Mondays and I made it happen. I don't know what the club was actually called, but like, that's what the interview (laughs) was like. So he's quite a go-getter to this day. And he is married with two kids now. Interesting. Yep. How old is he? He was, he just turned 36. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his company now is called the Alliance Premier Promotions Group. Well, no, I was checking because I have a lot of family in San Diego, and I was wondering if I could see if any of them went to high school with him, but they're all older, so. Yeah. Also, this interview refers to him as an actor and producer. This is not acting on the hills, and I wish they wouldn't say that. Yeah, it's annoying. And maybe it is acting because it's all fake, but you can't, that doesn't make you an actor. You can't say that. (laughs) according to me. So then I also did a deep dive on Stephanie's boyfriend. Cameron. Yes. And? Should I save it for later or should we do it now? No, do it now. Okay. So he at the time was also trying to be an actor, which I found very interesting. And he worked at Bolt House for four years. Oh. Yes. That's a little shady. Yes. What four years? Oh shit. I didn't write it down. Hold on. Well, do you you remember if it was during the show? No, it was after. It was after. I believe so. Okay, so then for those of you who really stuck with the hills and were not there yet, so pardon the spoiler, but remember when Spencer and Cameron get into a fight at the dime? Yeah. And Spencer hits Cameron. Cameron tried to sue MTV. Nice. Because they apparently had this like beef on the side. They put them at the same bar without telling them. And he felt like the show duped him and like used him as a prop because they did. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah. Um, so now he also runs this weird, this is so LA to me. He runs an, it's called an experience agency. Okay. Like, come, why is everything called the fucking agency? By the way, <laughs> Side note. Um, and it's called NVE. Of course. Uh, yeah. And they basically, it looks like they throw events and trade shows for kind of like tech companies or video game companies. Okay. It's sort of geeky science related. He's very cute now, by the way. Cameron Houston. Look him up. Um, Houston, not like the city, H-U-S-T-O-N. Gotcha. Yep. But I thought that was interesting. I forgot about his fight with Spencer. And I wonder if, I think he and Stephanie did date. In real life. Mm, I mean. Ish. Yeah, quotes in real life. But that's all I got. That's and I good. did I did try and look up the house in Cabo, but I came up empty handed there. I actually tried to look that up too, and you can't just search for the villa. The villa. <laughs> the villa, comma, Cabo yeah. didn't produce a lot of results. Nothing, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Alrighty. Notes up top. Uh, we get uh, Steph and Brody and Doug and Cameron. Yeah. A little like uh, foreboding of that. Last puppy. A little Audrina, Corey, and Justin Bobby action. Apparently, Audrina's over Justin's games. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) All right. So we open the episode, and we are at Sony slash Epic slash BMG Records. Mm -hmm. I feel like they made the nameplate longer or something. Um, Well, they showed the front of the building. They showed the front of the building, which Epic isn't listed. It's just Sony BMG. Yeah. But did the nameplate say Epic? Or did they change it? No. Oh, okay. The only time we see Epic is when they're, like, in the offices. Like, it's painted on the wall behind Kiara at one point, but... Weird. Okay. Well, Epic's, like, a small subsidiary of Sony, so... Okay. All right. Not that any of this matters. So, Kiara stops by Audrina's desk. Um, Her bangs look great. Can we talk about her bangs? The side... The short side-swept bang. I'm really liking them. I liked it better when they were fuller. 
Mm, okay. I kind of like them a little swept. I don't know why. This is the reason I didn't like them, because you can tell that they're not purposefully swept. They're just too long and she doesn't fucking cut them, because they're not oh. cut at an angle, so they're not supposed to be doing that. Like, I, it's dumb. Like, I notice things like that, but like... Well, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, are you listening to the most recent season of My Dad Wrote a Porno? Uh, of course. So... I haven't listened to today's, but... Me either. However, last week they threw a fit because a new character's name is Chiara. I know. And I was going to tweet them and say, oh, she's not alone. Yeah. <laughs> they just say it with a British accent, so they call her Chiara. But well, there's hilarious. also that singer, Chiara. Yeah. But. Who was on um, my Super Sweet 16. Yes. Yes. So mm, I, I almost tweeted them back. Sadly, I am remiss because I did not think of the Hills when they were making fun of it, but I thought of her, like the Super Sweet 16 girl, and I was going to be like, she's a singer. Yeah. And you're saying it wrong. Yeah, agreed. So, Kiara stops by Audrina's desk, and they're talking about how they're going to work with Brandia, Brandy in the studio tomorrow, and Audrina says, yeah, I like being in the studio. It's good for forgetting everything. Like, she's so stressed out, she just can't wait to get in the studio. She's not a recording artist. No. You're not Eminem. You're not losing yourself in the music. Well, and that's the thing is that when people talk about, like, losing themselves in their work when they're having a tough time, standing in a studio staring at someone leaves you the ability to think about other things, unless you're Audrina, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) She's not thinking about much else. No. So, Kiara asks Audrina how Cabo was. Audrina says Justin was being a jerk and he wouldn't stop pressuring me. I didn't get that impression. No. Pressuring her about what? No. <laughs> Stealing her hair tie? I don't... Yeah. I, I don't understand what she was referring to at all. No. And then Kiara calls her out and says, I think that you don't like somebody unless it's a game. Preach. Kiara what? schools her a couple times. Well, and that's because... Yeah, Kiara was... The, definitely the MVP of this whole episode when it, yes. when it comes to Audrina. Yes. But she, um, that's because Audrina says her stupid, like, oh, it's just, you know how it is, like, when I'm into him and all his, he wants nothing to do with me, and then as soon as I, like, start to get over him and meet somebody else, and he's always back in my life, and nah, and Kiara's like, you're a dum-dum, and this yeah. is literally a tale as old as time, yeah. and guys have been doing this for forever and stop it. Well, and even better, they give us a glimmer of hope because Audrina says, I've just realized I can't jump from relationship to relationship anymore. And Kiara says, good for you. You're finally figuring things out. Nope. Just stay tuned for five more minutes. And then we go to diamond (laughs) foam Foam and and fabric. fabric. I, I get it. It's a cool fabric store, I suppose. And Lauren and Stephanie are picking out fabrics for school. They apparently need four prints and two solids. Yep. Real exciting stuff. Well, what I didn't get, and because this was so boring and stupid and I don't care, like they just prattled on about Cameron. Um, There's nothing I cared about in this episode, actually. Yeah, not much. Sorry, guys. But because my mind was wondering, I did notice, did you see that Lauren was cutting up fabric swatches? Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you just go into a store and do that. I think you can, actually. Really? Yeah, because I think when they cut fabric fresh, they always give it a fresh cut on the end. So, because some fabric can fray so yeah. easily, so I think they always give it a fresh cut on the end anyway. Still, I feel like it's kind of balls out, just walking around a store cutting the shit up. 
Yeah. I mean, I think you can't like pull on it and take like a spare few yards, but you can take a square, I think. All right. I don't know. Someone weigh in if you have more experience than me, but I think you can. I think that we should go to Sofro Fabrics together. Okay. Um, and try it. Okay. You can try it because I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> if I get kicked out of a fabric store, it won't be the end of my world. Um, Lauren also looks cute in this episode. I'm not loving her hair as I pointed out later, but she's wearing ripped jeans, very skinny and a man's colored shirt, which I like. I think she looks cute. Yeah. I don't remember what Stephanie was wearing. Other um, than too much eyeliner. And again, Stephanie, which kind of becomes the mantra of the whole episode is like, well, Brody did make me cry. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So Stephanie asks Lauren if she had fun in Cabo and she says not as much fun as the boys, which is true. Good for you. That's actually a factual statement. And then says they flew in a bunch of girls. Which answered my question. Cause last week I was like, where did they find like 18 American girls in Cabo? Yeah. Like they flew them in. Yeah. So does that mean like the jet dropped them off and they flew the jet back like with a pilot to pick up these 18 randos and fly them back to Cabo? Like it's weird. Maybe. Was one of them Doug's girlfriend or were, was that a sorority trip? Like, I, I, I have no idea. It was very odd. Um, so then Stephanie mentions that, she says, have I told you about Cameron? Lauren says, yes. Or, you know, are you guys still seeing each other? And Stephanie says, again, we're official. We had the talk. That's, she's big on that too. They had the talk. So then they talk about how they are going to Crown Bar tomorrow night and Lauren says, warning, Brody will be there. And I feel like Stephanie and Brody have interacted several times. It's always been brutal, but I don't understand why he comes with a safety warning now. I don't know. He was at Doug's party. He showed up at Stephanie's birthday party, for God's sake. They went to Vegas together. I don't understand the big deal about today or tomorrow or whatever. And Stephanie says she's excited to have Cameron with her so she can, quote, have protection. Because Brody did make me cry. So, okay. So? Spencer makes you cry, like, every day. And she is... I don't know, the way she says it, it's almost, like, akin to, like, and Brody did punch me in the face. Like, yeah, because it's, like, yes. it's like, this is a little more egregious than you're making it there, Steph. Also, he called you crazy. Yeah. And why can't you stand up for yourself? Why do you need Cameron? Cameron seems like a pipsqueak anyway. We'll get to that, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we are at the castle. Lauren and Brody are sitting poolside having a drink. And... Brody's complaining the pool's not heated. Yeah. Must be nice to be Brody. Yeah. So then Lauren says that she invited Stephanie to Crown Bar tomorrow night. Brody says, oh, you're besties again. I really don't get how you don't see Stephanie's issues Whatever. And I want to know, why does he hate her so much? I, I mean, obviously the show's making him pretend to. But, yeah. like, we have yet to hear a justification as to why Brody has this intense, all-consuming hatred for Stephanie. Yeah, and the fact that she went on a date with Doug should not offend Brody that badly. No. I know. So then... And Lauren doesn't care. No. If Lauren's over it, why do you care? But Brody hated her before that. Yeah. But then Lauren's defense of Stephanie is she's in a really good relationship now. You just found out she was in a relationship earlier today. That's your defense of her? Well, I also like that Lauren, just from Stephanie being like, yeah, I'm dating Cameron, can deduce that it's a really good relationship and she's super happy and things are amazing. She's apparently Lauren's a psychic now. Yeah, exactly. 
So then Lauren, her other defense of Stephanie is Spencer's in her head and told her Cameron needs to defend her against you. And then do you want to do this impression of Brody? Because I don't want to do it. You mean, listen, homie. Yeah. Like, I don't... <laughs> Brody's really ramping up the homie in this episode. Yeah. Um, but basically, he's going to homie him to death. He's going to yeah. pull him outside and say, listen, homie, I'm going to tell you all about your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. It was really bad. Um, I really want to know if Brody still says homie. I'm sure he does. He must, yeah. Let's tweet him and call him homie. Like, oh, hey, I homie. Know if he still has the muscle t-shirt. Oh, yes. Obviously. Yes. And as Aaron said at the time during the scene, she said, eh, Brody's looked better. It's true. He doesn't look great right now. No. Although I was digging his kind of skater outfit later in the episode. I don't know what that's In the hat. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me. All right. So then we go to Kitchen 24, which had the worst restaurant logo I've ever seen in my life. Because it looks like a toilet? Yes. <laughs> it looked like two restroom symbols sitting at a table, and it just had a clock above it so mm-hmm. that you know they're open 24 hours, I guess. I guess. It was horrible. And it was in pink or blue neon. Or blue. both. I think it was blue. It was terrible. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Audrina's having dinner with Corey. And they're talking about Cabo, and he asks her who went. And she says, me, Lauren, Frankie, Doug, Brody, and Justin. Actually, she doesn't, because this is the one thing that annoyed me about this. Oh. She says, I, when she should have says, said me. Oh. And then later, when she talks about who she had a room with, she says, um, Lauren and me shared a room instead of Lauren and I. So she completely got it wrong both times. Yeah. Well, that's Andrina for I you. I know. Yeah. But she says Justin last. Yeah. And Corey teases her and says, oh, and Justin? He knows the deal. I like Corey a lot. He was actually, him and Kiara this episode saved it for me. So then Audrina does admit that it was really a guy's trip and she doesn't know why the girls were invited. Agreed. Great point. Oh, so they could film. Well, (laughs) I know (laughs) that. That would be why. Just saying. It was a valid point. So... Then, you know, Audrina makes the point that she and Justin didn't share a room. And Corey says, I don't really want to talk about Justin. And Audrina says she doesn't either. And since when, Audrina? You love to talk about Justin. Yep. You even love to talk about Justin with other guys, as we've seen. When she went out with, what's his name? Saddle Ranch. Oh, yeah. Well. Central Casting. Yeah. What the fuck was his name? Oh, I don't remember. Brad. Mm. Dustin? No, that's too close to just... Hold on, let me... (laughs) This is bad. I just completely made that up. Colin. Um, Colin. Way off. Way off. So, that's all... Those are my only notes about dinner with Corey. Poor thing. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's... it's, I feel bad for him. And knowing that all of this is, like, just purely for the cameras, it's hard to get invested in it. Yeah, I know. When I say that, I mean the Audrina Corey... Justin storyline, especially well, Adrienne and Corey. I also find it odd because they're married now. Yeah. So I'm actually really enjoying the parts of their chemistry that are real because I know they're married with a child now and I'm happy for them. So all the stuff about Justin is so dumb. Yeah. It would have been dumb even if they weren't married, but that makes it worse. Well, and I would like to believe that this and the conversation we're going to talk about later is was faked for a camera and that she and Corey were actually fine. Yeah, well, I was when we get to that conversation later, I'm curious. Okay. However, 
Then we go to Crown Bar, which looks a lot like Ledoux. Same brocade wallpaper. Yeah. Yes. And some of the pillows, too. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote Ledoux Redo. There you go. Clever. Redux. <laughs> Ledoux Redux. Um, so I missed this line, and you and Aaron laughed about it when Cameron says, it's really not that exciting. What did he say that about? I missed what oh, Stephanie said. So Stephanie said. is like, uh, she's like, oh, all the friends are coming, and it's I'm so excited to have you meet them. And he's like, it's really not that exciting. Oh, agreed. Well, <laughs> point for Cameron. So then drunk Lauren comes over. Well, first, can we talk about the big scar on Cameron's face? It looks like he got punched. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Do you think this is post-punching? No, this was way before Because that's next season. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, on his uh, left cheek, he had a big... It looked like road rash or something. Yeah, it looked like he scratched himself or something. But I mean, like, it was, like, big. Like the size of a dime. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I will say, occasionally my husband can do that with a razor. Like, if he shaves in a hurry, everyone, he gets something that looks like that, but it's never up here. Oh, no, that was too high. You know, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, that was, it's, it's too <laughs> high for that. You've <laughs> seen my husband have it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, perhaps, he's Chad Johnson from The Bachelor, because Chad Johnson's facial hair grows too up to there, Ooh. and he doesn't shave it, and it makes me insane. Ooh. Because so he's got a beard, and so he really... So it gets, like, caught in his eyelashes? Yeah. Ew. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately am watching his Snapchat because of the Emotionally Broken Psychos Facebook page. Like a long oh. time ago, people were real into it, and then I got into it, and now it's annoying. Got it. So then drunk Lauren comes over to Stephanie and Cameron, and she says, you guys are a cute, like, couple. <laughs> They're all so condescending of Stephanie and her relationship. <laughs> Just say, hey, I'm Lauren. It's nice to meet you. Good. I'm glad you came. Like, be normal. Don't. I don't get why they do that. I, they think it makes good TV, and it's actually just painful. Well, but And Lauren doesn't just do it to Stephanie. She does it to everyone. Yeah. Like, that's her whole thing. Being I like, know. Oh, aren't you guys adorable together? Like, it's gross. Yeah. It's Also, just have a drink with him. Investigate. Ask him questions. I don't... Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I don't know. So then Brody shows up in a ski hat, and I wasn't mad about it. I'm sorry. For shame. No, he looks good. I mean, the only thing that was stupid about this is that they're all sitting at a table, and I've never seen more manufactured tension in my life. Yeah. Like, Stephanie and Cameron are sitting at one end, Brody and Lauren are sitting at the other. Like, they're making it look like they're giving each other, like, shitty looks across the table when they're obviously not. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah. So, Stephanie gets upset that Cameron doesn't say anything to Brody in her defense. And in her defense, she he was talking like he was going to do that until Brody arrived. Yes. And then Stephanie reminds him again, well, Brody made me cry. So Brody made Stephanie cry in Las Vegas for Frankie's birthday, which is May 30th. This is now after Cabo for Brody's birthday. So this is three months later. Yep. And you want your brand new boyfriend who wasn't even there to stand up for you. I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, is it because they were previously friends? He didn't I mean, say they were friends. He said he knows Brody. I think they were just in a similar scene. I don't think they were friends. I mean, I, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I mean, I guess if you ran in the same social circles as someone he's known for a while, it would be less weird for him to be like, hey, like, why are you giving Stephanie such a hard time? Like, what's your fucking problem? Like, I guess. And I think it's also an age thing, I will say. If Stephanie's 21, 22, it's like, that's a guy who made me cry. Yell at him. Yeah. 
Well, and it goes to the whole, and I feel like a lot of guys that age are into this, the whole, like, you disrespected me. So he disrespected Stephanie, which is the most egregious thing you can do to someone in your 20s. So maybe that's part of it. True. But then we end the scene, which is very strange, where Lauren and Brody make eye contact after apparently looking at, like, across the table at Stephanie and Cameron. And Lauren says, it's weird, but they're happy. Well, no, because he says something about it being weird. But she agrees. She says, it's weird, but they're happy. Oh, no. He says, I thought he was going to say something to me, and he didn't. This is weird. And she's like, yeah, it's weird, but they're happy, which is, I don't know, oh. whatever. I don't. Okay. Also, if Brody was looking for a fight, why didn't he start one? I don't, I don't, they didn't care about it at all. Because I think Brody is like a Jax, where he likes to talk big and puff his chest up, but like when it comes down to it, he just leaves. He's not, I mean, because remember in Vegas, Doug was the one doing the punching. Like, I don't think that Brody, like, is a badass. I think Brody likes to pretend he's a badass, but is actually a pussy. Okay. Well, Jax. He makes girls cry. He makes, and that's the thing, you can yell at a girl. Yeah. Alright. There you go. Problem solved. So then we go into the studio with Brandy. To Dark Child Studios. Ooh. I like it. Mm-hmm. And Brandy is going through all the contact sheets from a photo shoot to pick out her album cover. And she likes so many pictures of herself she can't find it. <laughs> that must be a nice problem to have. Must be. I've never I wonder had... what album like I have to look up because it's not I think it's too I'm late. In, I want to look that up too. To be because I did have a Brandy album that I loved. I think it was called New Moon. Okay. And it was the one with like the, what about all of the things that you say? Like that song. But I think that was before this. I want to say that was like the 90s. So we're in 2008 still? Yeah. Full Moon was 2002. Which was so good. That's a good album. Okay. I'm not usually a Brandy fan, but it was good. Okay. She released an album in 2008 called Human. That I'm guessing didn't do very well. And this is the cover. Oh, okay. She looks pretty. Yeah, she does. I don't get how that would stand out on a contact sheet, but I guess that's what people do. They look frame by frame, and that one really worked for her, I guess. So, there you have it. Um, so then, Audrina and Kiara are talking while Brandy is apparently recording, but I'm sure that was all shot out of order and pieced together. And Audrina says, Justin's here. And Kiara says, here? At the studio? <laughs> and Yes. He pulled up on his tall, handlebarred motorcycle. With his sparkly helmet. Yep. He looked good. (laughs) (laughs) He did look good. Agreed. So, Audrina comes out, and for someone who was apparently tired of his games and called him a jerk, she says, what have you been up to? Like, gee, really, you hit him where it hurts, Audrina. Well, but I also like to say that I liked that Kiara seemed visibly annoyed. Yes. That Audrina was leaving work to go, like, hang out with Justin in the parking lot. Like, I like that, because usually when these people bounce on their jobs or fake jobs, that part's not shown. So I enjoyed that. Agreed. So then Justin says, when Audrina asks what he's been up to, he says, I've been thinking since Cabo. Great. I can't wait to hear where this is going. (laughs) And Audrina ends up saying she feels like she's making herself like someone when her heart belongs to someone else. Meaning Corey and Justin. Yeah. Justin says he thinks they have, quote, something special. I'm also skipping some parts. There was a lot of dialogue here and I'm, I'm glossing over it. 
So then Justin probably pays Audrina one of the best compliments he's ever paid her and says, when I think of you, I don't think of anything negative. And he weirdly says that 90% of their relationship has been aces. Yeah. Which I'm sure some people would find insulting, but I was like, oh, 90, that's nice. That's the sweetest thing he's ever said. Well, and it really incorrect. Like, yeah. I would say 10% has been aces. And, like, 90% has been an electric shit show. Yeah, and that 10% is her chest. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all know it. We're just putting it out there. So then he says, I want you to be with me. And she smiles ear to ear. At least they made it look that way. And then they hug. She nods. Mm. Yes. And then they hug. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, if the person that you were super in love with, like, you make says out. all the things you want to hear and says, I want to be with you, you don't just hug them. You make out. Well, and we've seen them kiss before, though. They don't kiss. Yeah. Like, in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yep. Maybe she's, like, a prostitute. She just doesn't kiss. <laughs> she's like Sonya Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should never have kissed him. So then we go back to Epic Records. And she has this conversation again with Kiara about Justin. And Kiara is incredible. She is the light of truth in this entire situation. And Audrina says, Justin wouldn't say those things if he didn't care. And Kiara says, he said it last time too. (laughs) And then Audrina says she has no real connection with Corey. And Kiara says, you... Justin has said this 15 times before, and I like Corey. And I just wrote preach. Well, and she says that, and Andrina says she has no connection with Corey. Like, like Kiara asks her, do you you have a connection with Corey? And she says no. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know it's fake, but, like, some of their kids are going to see this. It's going to be, like, really depressing. And how do you explain that? It's like, Mommy was on a reality show, but when I say reality, I mean fake. Yeah. Good luck with that. It's weird. So then we go to the waffle. Which MTV fucked up and said it was just waffle. Yeah, they were wrong. Yeah. Which you could clearly see the sign. Stupid. I know. know. And uh, so we're having lunch, brunch with Heidi and Spencer and Stephanie and supposedly Cameron, who backed out of brunch and Heidi and Spencer will not let Stephanie forget it. No. And who cares? And that's the other thing, too, is that Spencer obviously hates him. So you should be thrilled he's not there. Yeah. Like, you don't have to deal with him. And also, last time you went out to dinner, you insisted that you paid for the dinner, and you were mad about it, and now you won't have to. Yep. So dumb. You know what I noticed this episode, too? It's been a really long time since we've just seen Spencer driving around. Remember when he just used to drive around and do nothing? He hasn't been in that car in forever. When was the last time we saw Heidi and Spencer in their own scene? Oh, forever. Yeah. Since Holly was... That was... What, five, six episodes ago almost? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. It's it's bad. It's going down. So then Heidi is actually the one that, when Stephanie says that Cameron's not coming, Heidi says, that's so rude. I I mean, is it though? Who cares? Was he supposed to call you personally and say sorry? I don't think so. So then... (laughs) Heidi asks Stephanie, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you like him? And Stephanie says, I have no idea. Like, we went to Crown Bar last night, and then they ask if Brody was there, and Stephanie says yes. And Spencer says, let me guess, he didn't stand up for you. 
because the producers told you to say that. And then Stephanie says, well, I'm not a fight starter. And they give her a hard time and they basically say that Cameron sucks. And she says, after every meal with you guys, I want to break up with him. Which I don't understand because she didn't want to break up with him after the meal they all had together. No. In fact, she was true love forever and defending him. So that's she not went even to a see, true statement. She went to see Spencer the next day and said, you gave him a hard time. What was that for? Yeah. So not even a true statement. Nope. And then in our final scene, we're at M. That's just it. M. Yep, M. <laughs> and we discover Corey's biggest flaw. He's a horrible gift giver. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, first it was the fabric flower on an elastic band, and now it is a baby-sized koala stuffed animal that looks like it sits on top of a pencil. No, it's the kind... I had one when I was in elementary school. Like, you squeeze it and it opens. squeeze it, and you can, like, clip it on your backpack or clip it, yeah. Or on the top of a pencil. He clearly bought it at the airport. Yeah. And it's wearing a t-shirt that says Australia, and there's a little flag on it. I saw it. She loves it, though. She's going to keep it forever. That's what she says. I died. She keeps it forever. (laughs) So she says, thank you. And he does that cute thing where he says, no worries with his thick accent. No worries. No worries. Uh, So he says he's going back to Australia for the holidays. Um, He said my new favorite thing, and this is how I'm going to refer to the holidays from now on. He called Christmas Chrissy. Yeah. He's like, I'll stay through Chrissy. And I'm like, that's what I'm calling Christmas from now on. Okay. But... So we just had Brody's birthday, and he's already talking about going home for Christmas. And he does admit that he'll be back in Australia for quite a while. But that's... Is he going home for four months? Maybe. Well, no, because remember he said that he does, he's always summer. Yeah. So he does winters in Australia, because it's summer there. And yeah. then he does summers here, because it's winter there. He said that, or like, maybe back in the... Like, a year ago at the Halloween party. Or this could be, this could be early September by now, too, because Brody's birthday was mid-August, but... He's going home early for Chrissy. Well, and who knows when they <laughs> film this, because this is uh, supposedly after Heidi's birthday, which was the middle of September. Yeah, but though, yeah. Oh, God, we can't start playing this game. We'll never finish. I don't know. Um, so then he says to Audrina that she should come. And then she says, did you just invite me to Australia? But it was dubbed. And he says, Yeah. And she says something about our schedules are just so crazy because she's gearing up to break up with him and you can tell she wants something to blame, at least for the camera's sake. And then she says it's just not working. Which was dubbed. Which was dubbed. And then they cut back to her and she says, I think we're going too fast, which was not dubbed. So then he says, I respect it, but I'm not going to get emotional, which was awesome. I love him. So then he says, what do you reckon we get out of here? (laughs) So then she says, it was good seeing you. She actually kisses him on the lips, which looked more passionate than any other time she kissed Justin. Yeah. They do a full body hug and he says, it's always good seeing you. Which is very sweet. Yeah. Well, and I think what probably really happened is that she just said, like, things are moving really fast. Like, I think we should, like, slow down a little bit. And they dubbed in the breakup. Yes. Yeah. They spliced together that whole conversation. Yeah. I know. But I guess we're not going to see Corey for a little bit then. Guess not. Does he ever come back, actually? I don't know. Oh, farewell. I don't know that he does. Oh. Because this was his second run already. Yeah, I don't know. I think her next boyfriend is Ryan Cabrera. Woof. 
<laughs> Those are going to be rough episodes for I me. get so many fucking Google alerts for him. Like, more than anyone else on the show. Oh, God, because he's playing some state fair somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> like, daily, I get Ryan Cabrera Google alerts. Yeah, he's real cool. Yeah. Well, that's it. No scenes from the next, but we could make predictions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, Cameron, Spencer, Heidi, Justin? I'm sure. Yep. And not much of Lauren. Yeah, no. She's off dating Kyle Howard in real life and starting business ventures. Yeah. She's on her way out. That's it. That's it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at NanasMink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyIt'sMareB. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time.